on this episode of the podcast, we are going to talk about the play-in tournament. Was it a success or was it a failure? We also talk NBA playoffs. We're going to give you our predictions on the NBA finals. And we're going to talk about everything regarding Kwame Brown. Look, we're pretty good right now, right? We've got a pretty good show. We're rising. We're getting more numbers. When we get to a certain point, we're going to put stuff out. Everybody gonna hear that. So did you hear he said the other day about you? Kevin Durant? He called you a snake. He called you a snake, Kevin Durant. Yeah. You gonna clap back on him or not? Mm-hmm. You know you people in his ear. So I think this is kind of this is you no know, look, this is a thin line here, man. No one is innocent. That's that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody's innocent. Don't think that and all these people over here saying, Yeah, Kwame, do what you're doing, Kwame. Hypocrites. Some of y'all are some damn hypocrites. Because mm-hmm. some of y'all are the same people that are saying, oh, Kwame, you a scrub, man. You a bust. They are hypocrites, right? And Kwame know that. Kwame know that people. He got, how many, how many followers he got now, Chris? Subscribing to him? He over got 100, over 100,000. And all, all the comments, oh, go ahead, Kwame. Give them what they deserve, Kwame. Blah, 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 blah. You the same that was saying the same thing about Kwame. And now you're rooting them on? That that part, that part you're right. That's what, that's what I'm saying, though. I'm saying nobody's innocent. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast. The Ultimate Sports Talk Podcast. This is the new Channel Sports Podcast. We have a jam-packed show in store for you. My name is the one and only Oenye. I am joined by two magnificent co-hosts. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. You can also do it on our website, newchannelsports.net. New channel spelled N-U channel sports. Give us a follow on Instagram. Give us a follow on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube. Check out our wonderful faces on Afro Vibes TV. Download that Roku app so you can see us there. Subscribe to our Podbeam because in the future, we're going to allow our listeners to interact with us as well. So if you subscribe on Podbeam, you can call into the show and ask some questions and talk about whatever subject matter that we got going on on that day. But let me introduce two of the hardest working men in the universe. Big Low, how are you doing, sir? Big Low coming down in H-Time. I'm doing great. That never gets old. That coming down in H-Time. It never gets old. It never gets old. I love it. And all the way across from me, the phenomenal one, Chris. How are you doing, buddy? I was good. Let me come in with the smoke, because on the last podcast, Low said I was fired. Try to do me like Rory, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> that player. That man said, no, I'm sir. back. He said, I'm back like Jack in a box. You ain't, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Y'all ain't doing a damn thing. I'm back. Oh, man. <laughs> so you, you got a, another job description. We're talking about you getting fired, but you got another job now, don't you? Don't you get yes, a, sir, Aren't man. you writing Check- for somebody? Yes, sir. The lead, the lead sm.com. Check them out. They're, they're growing subscription. They look very much like a bleacher report. We're growing. Uh, I will be writing for the Rockets lead. So check out my articles. You can find my articles. I think the first one I'm going to do is I'm going to rate uh, the GM for the Houston Rockets. I'm going to rate his first season. So check that out. Oh, that should be interesting. I'll check that out for sure. That's for dope. Sure. That's dope. Congratulations. Can you give man. us like a little prelude to what the grade might be or you can't? 
you know, dilute your information. I can, I can. I'm gonna talk about uh, three things. I'll give you the first thing, you know, so a little preview. I'm gonna talk about the James Harden trade and how I grade that throughout the season. And then you'll have to read to catch the other two things that I talk about. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So that's a nice little, you know, intro into it. Now, year by a little piece, now they gotta read the rest of it to know exactly what it is. I like that. I that's like dope. That. I like that's that. dope. Yeah, big ups. Let's get right into the show. Like I said, we have a jam packed show, we have a lot of stuff to discuss. discuss. Let's do our segment. We haven't done this segment in a long time. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right. So just so you get an idea of what the good, the bad, the ugly is, we're just going to go about telling you what's good and what's bad and what's ugly in the world of sports at this time. I will start off with the good, and the good is the one New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are back in the playoffs. They will be hosting the Atlanta Hawks in the first round of the playoffs. This will be their first trip to the playoffs in eight seasons. They won um, their final game of the season to get that fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. They finished with a regular season record of 41 and 31, the second best record over their last 20 years. So big ups to New York Knicks is good for the NBA is good for the world of sports to have the New York Knicks in the playoffs is good for the world of sports to have the New York Knicks competing for a championship I'm not saying they're going to compete for a championship but they're the fourth seed anything can happen you have Julius Randle you have RJ Barrett Tim Thibodeau guys those guys playing hard tough basketball like I said this is good for the NBA and the world of sports that the New York Knicks are back in the playoffs when we talk about New York Knicks basketball and playoffs we haven't seen them in the playoffs really like successfully since back in Patrick Ewing days, right? And they had Carmelo Anthony there. That wasn't a success. Uh, we talked about them also throughout Linsanity at one point where that was kind of a big thing. Even LeBron James recognizes the importance of the New York Knicks being in the playoffs. He says in one of his tweets, the league is simply better off when the Knicks are winning. So this is good for the world of sports that the New York Knicks are back in the playoffs. That's crazy. And you brought up Carmelo, and you had uh, Amari. Amari Stoudemire played up there, right? He did. He sure did. You know, and, and the fact that that team, you know, with those two, they didn't, didn't have think. success. Yeah, that's, that's crazy when you think about it, man. It is. That's nuts. But uh, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Right. What's the bad, though? What you got for the, the bad? The bad, all right. The bad, man. This, this is crazy. You know, so we're still talking about, you know, it's 2021. You know, we've had, you know, all these issues with race and all that stuff. And you, you're still dealing with that stuff today. Uh, so right now we have... Uh, <clears throat> we have Eugene Chung. Eugene Chung is a former NFL offensive lineman, played in the league for five years, appeared in 55 games uh, with a number of teams. Uh, the guy, after his playing career, also uh, coached with the Philadelphia Eagles and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. So he's interviewing for a, uh, a coaching position, right? Mm-hmm. He's interviewing for a coaching position. And the interviewer uh, tells him, well, you're not the right minority. Mind you, Eugene, Eugene Chung is Korean, Okay. The interviewer says, you're not the right minority. The guy is taken aback. He's like, well, explain that. Run that run that back. Run that back. <laughs> run that back. Right. What you mean? <laughs> the last time I checked, when I look in the mirror, I, I look like a minority in America. What you talking about? So uh, so apparently, I guess, you know, it starts getting out. And uh, and the interviewer starts backtracking. So Chung is like, nah, 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 homie. Nah, you said it. You said I'm not the right minority. So the, the fact that we still have these kind of issues, you know. And, and in 2021. I, in 2021. And, and uh you know, look, man, you, people people are really comfortable. Interviewers can be really comfortable, but just people in general are really comfortable. You know, how can you tell somebody, hey, you're not the right minority or you're not the right type of black or you're not the right type of Asian that we're looking for. You're not the right type of uh, Spanish that we're looking for. 
you know, there's a type of skin, you know, skin uh, complexion that we look at. How do we do that right now? You know, when you have people that are qualified for the position, just hire the person. If he ain't what you want or she ain't what you want, move around. Why? 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 There's no need to start talking about you. You're not the right type of this, this, and that. Why does it have to be that? It's mm. crazy, man. It is. What you got, Chris, for the ugly? I'm gonna go with Rory McIlroy, <laughs> and. For those who don't know, the PGA Championship was this week, and coming into it, Rory McIlroy just won the Wells Fargo Championship, kind of the lead-up to the PGA Championship, um, and a lot of people were saying he was going to, he was definitely favored to win the tournament, and I'm not saying I had money on him winning the tournament, but I had some skin in the game for him winning the tournament, and he ended up tied for 49, so he did not have a good showing at all. So that's my ugly because that one hurt, man, because Rory started off his career just getting major after major after major. And now he's come to a screeching halt. And I really thought the PGA Championship was going. This was going to be it for him to get another major championship trophy. He did not. But, you know, part of the ugly is a little ray of sunshine. Good old lefty Phil Mickelson, the oldest person to win a Masters Championship came out on top by two strokes to win the PGA Championships. So you got to be happy for that because I've always been a big fan. Yeah, man. Roy McIlroy was being compared to Tiger Woods at, at some point as, you know, overtaking him and being one of the greatest to ever do it. So to see him kind of fall a little bit, yeah, it's kind of ugly. But, you know, it happens in the world of sports. You know, what happen with these athletes. But maybe he can bounce back and, and win some more, some more tournaments. All right. Good job, guys. So that was the good, the bad, and the ugly in the world of sports today, let's dive right into our subject matter for episode 115. We're going to be talking mostly NBA. All right. The play in just happened. It was pretty good to me. It started off bad, it started off ugly. Talking about the good, bad, ugly. We can talk about, we can do a good, bad, ugly with the play in tournament mm-hmm. on by itself. Sure but it did start off ugly. We had the Pacers totally dismantling the Charlotte Hornets, who I was, I was all in on Charlotte trying to win that game at least be competitive and they were not competitive and after that game i actually sent out a tweet and i posted that tweet on instagram as well saying that if this is what's in store for the playing we could put this in the trash right now and there were if you let's check out our instagram there was a whole bunch of comments about that about that whole thing because people it's really half and half there are some people that are all in with the play-in and then there's some people that are like no 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 we don't need this play-in tournament so my question to you guys is after seeing what happened with the play-in tournament was it a failure or was it a success? Let me take this one first, man. This was an unmitigated disaster. What? <laughs> Not a failure. Dang. It was a disaster. Are you serious? The Eastern Conference, the plane was a joke. Let's right. just call it what it is. It was blowout after blowout. Like you mentioned, the Pacers blew out the Hornets mm-hmm. and then the Wizards blew out the, the Pacers. It was just, it was embarrassing to watch bad teams playing each other in the Eastern Conference. And then in the Western Conference, yes, LeBron James hit an incredible shot. What's new? LeBron James hit a clutch shot. What's new? But the issue is this. Who is the the most electrifying player in the Western Conference this season? The answer is clearly Steph Curry. And he got his team into the, I would call, the original playoffs. And what happened? You have a play-in game. And as much as I love John Morant, as much as I love the Grizzlies, and Dylan Brooks and those guys and Jaron Jackson Jr., they got a squad. 
I would much rather see Steph Curry in the playoffs. I like to see the chef cook. And what they did was they took a team that was supposed to be in the playoffs. And because of this ridiculous idea of a playing tournament, we're not getting to watch the most electrifying man in sports. I feel like the rock right now. The most <laughs> electrifying man in sports. We can't even watch him because he's eliminated due to a play. And I think it's an error. Once Curry went out, it became an unmitigated failure. A failure. Mm. Who wants to watch? I'll tell you this. Who wants to watch the Grizzlies versus the Utah Jazz now? I ain't, I Nobody wants to watch I ain't trying to watch that. I ain't trying to watch Nobody. that. Nobody. And that was one of the problems that I had. What we said, we discussed this on the last podcast, right? Oh, we did, we did. And we I did. said the only matchup I was even looking forward to, just for this thing to even be a success or for it to be a point, was LA and the Golden State Warriors, which was a great game. But I would rather see the Golden State Warriors, who were already in the playoffs, play a full playoff series, right? To see if these guys actually deserve to continue to play. Uh, and, and have success in the playoffs. I didn't want to have, I didn't want a damn thing to do what was going on in the East. That was nonsense. That was nonsense basketball. There was a number of bunch of bad teams and we had this <laughs> argument. It was. It was nonsense basketball. It was a bunch of bad teams playing for the, for the seventh and eighth seat. Look, look, look we should have just let them, whoever was seventh and eighth over there just play and get knocked out by the first, the, the top two seeds like they was going to be anyway, right? So we can just continue with the playoff. Now we have to sit through two days of this playoff stuff and you're right. Chris, you're absolutely right about uh, about Memphis. Though they play with heart, I do appreciate what what Memphis did. They play with a lot of heart. Um, they played well, so they might be able to sneak in. Actually, maybe even win the series. I think they're coming in at, at the eight seed. Am, the eight am I seed, correct? Right. They got they're that final in, spot exactly. So they, they're going to play. Is it Phoenix or the, is it Utah, the, Utah, Utah Jazz. Jazz? Utah Jazz. So I think that would be really interesting. Interesting because that's a team that's going to play and give it their one hundred percent. That might not be as talented, but they're a sneaky, young, and good team. So that that's something I'm actually looking forward to. But otherwise, yeah, I, 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 it's a mixed bag of, you know, you know, Memphis doing some things and then having L.A. and Golden State play. But otherwise, the East, trash. No, I, I can't agree with you more about the East. Uh, so you're saying it was a failure? Basically. I'd say it was a failure, absolutely. Well, I'm going to go in and take the successful side of it. I, I think it was a success. We look at the game between the Lakers and the Warriors. That's the game everybody wanted to see. And it lived up to the hype. It sure did. LeBron James with that last second shot, not last second shot, but that game winning shot to give the Lakers the win. That's what we expected to come out of that. Is it going to be Steph Curry or LeBron? It was definitely Steph Curry versus LeBron because like Chris mentioned, Steph Curry was electric in that game. He was shooting shots all over the court. This classic vintage Steph Curry. And of course, you do want to see Steph Curry in the playoffs itself, but seeing him in the play in and back to back games and seeing the level of competition now. In the NBA, that's why I think it's a success because you had that level of competition where you're going to get the absolute best teams in the playoffs. I'm not saying that e- either the Grizzlies or the Golden State Warriors are going to win a championship, right? No one was saying that. Even if they got in, they're not going to make a run to go all the way to win a championship. So I do think that this adds another element. It forces teams to play throughout the entire regular season. If you're in that fifth or sixth seed, you're like, man, we got to continue to play so that we don't go to that play-in. Look at what the Dallas Mavericks were able to do. They were able to get out of that, that spot for the seventh seat. The Portland Trailblazers did the same thing. They were able to get out that, that seventh spot and advance to go into the playoffs. That continues to put pressure on the teams to play day in and day out. They can't just rest their players like, hey, you know, we, we, got it. we got the seventh seat. Let's just rest our players now going to the playoffs. No, they can't do that. The Lakers couldn't do that. The Lakers had to play a play-in game. If the Lakers had it the way it was, 
back in the day where this playoffs, they would have rested LeBron James and AD in the final couple of games so they wouldn't have to go through all this mess. But it was highly entertaining to me. And for me, it was a success based on all those things that I just said. I would have liked to see Steph Curry in the playoffs. Yes. But the com- competition element of it, that's what makes it a success to me because now you have to continue to play. We already talked about this, Chris, off the podcast. Whoever was going to play against that Memphis team, whether it was going to be the Lakers or Golden State, we knew they were going to be in for a battle. So that's why there was so much pressure on them to win that first game initially to get that seventh seat. And that's why I think it was a success in my well, eyes. Well, I, I think I think you got you to gotta talk about it through the lens how I'm seeing it. And it's like this. If you have the Warriors playing the Utah Jazz, I'm watching every single game of that series. So that's at least four games. And Donovan Mitchell is hurt. We don't even know if he's healthy. We know for sure he's not playing in game one. We know that already. But we don't know if he's even going to be able to come back healthy during the series. So it's already going to be very compelling. But now, watching the Jazz versus the Grizzlies, is it's just not it for me. It's just not. I love John Moran. He's an, he's, he's an electrifying player. But to, I'd rather, watching one, two games of Steph Curry, I'd rather see four. Man, that's, that's just where I stand with this. I'd rather see four games of Steph Curry at least than two. And that, and that's why for me, it's an absolute failure. Well, you got to blame Steph Curry then. Don't, don't, don't blame anybody else. He, he played well enough to get in, but you, you got to blame that team. We already talked about him being the MVP race, right? This basically puts him out of the MVP race from what I saw because he was not able to get his team over that hump into the playoffs. They had to well, win what do you one. Want him to do? Well, no, no, no. You, you're right. You're right. No, no, no. No problem. You, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But when we talk about what's going on in the NBA, it's more than this great offense, right? And I'm not, I'm not all the way blaming him, but his quote was about that LeBron James shot is that it reminded him of the Kyrie Irving shot that was hit over him in the um, finals years ago. So it's about defense too as well, man. I'm not saying he's going to be able to hold either one. He's not. Even in the game against the Grizzlies, there was some defensive failures on his part in that game too as well. No, they they were gave hunting him mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's, that, that's part of it. That's part of I, it. I think we're talking about two different things. You say, if I was going to blame somebody for this mess, I blame the NBA. Like LeBron said, whoever came up with this idea, maybe you shouldn't fire him, but the next idea he Put had, his ass like, on the bench. Put his ass on the bench. <laughs> Put him on the bench. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I I thought it was a success. It's not going anywhere. I think that if it were your Lakers, though, like I mentioned in the last podcast, if the Lakers were the team that was on the outside looking in, then yes, they would squash this immediately. My thing is this. I know we talked about once the playoff teams have their position wrapped up, they begin to kind of coast or they rest their starts. I don't have a problem with that because you have 82 games in the NBA. There you go. That's a a whole lot of games. But do they play all 82 games? They, no, no, you, you, they don't. And then that's when we start to get into this, uh, what do you call it? Rest management or what? That load management. Load management. We'll get into that. Okay, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's still about developing your young players. So I would rather, I'm okay with, okay, you've, you've got that four seed. You've got that six seed wrapped up. Now it's time to start developing the, the, the bottom end of my roster so that I can have a more well-rounded roster. You know what I mean? So yeah, why, why not rest a Luka Doncic or rest a, uh, rest a LeBron James? These games aren't going to count. Okay. I'm, I move up one or two positions. Fine. Whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, look, it's the playoffs. You play who you play. Uh, it might be about, you know, playing chess and trying to play out the field, but at the end of the day, it's about you beating your opponent. So who cares if I move up one or two, you know, move up or down one or two slots. But at the end of the day, how about we get 
the bottom end of my roster. Those guys are only getting five minutes a game. Those guys are getting two minutes a game. You know, let's get them some playing time so they get that experience that they need to carry on into the offseason because we're going to need you come playoffs anyway. Let's get you some momentum. Let's get you some, you know, some experience and carry that in through the playoffs so that we can actually have a well-rounded and balanced roster moving forward. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that with a sport like the, like the NBA that's got so many games, you know? Yeah. And, and, to, and to highlight that point, think about it like this. In game 82 of the season, LeBron and AD were playing. And LeBron tweaked his ankle in game 82. I'm sorry. For the pre- for the people that say, I want every game to matter. If LeBron gets hurt in game 82, the next potential 16 to 30 games in the playoffs are worthless. Because he's not playing. That's right. So I just, I, I miss it. You, The person who came up with this idea, you miss me, bro. I do not like this playing thing at all. I cannot well, just Get used to it. Because it's going to happen for more years to come. Hey, and look, it could be game 82. It could be game 60. Because they have talked about shortening the season, right? Mm-hmm. A couple of times. Mm-hmm. It could be a 60-game season. And he could tweak his ankle in game 60. Now, you said something very interesting when you talked low about, okay, well, these games don't count, so we can just rest our players. That's the whole point of the plan. The plan is to make sure that you maximize the regular season. That is what it's about. So they want to make sure that all 82 games count. They don't want any load management for any, for any teams, right? Or it hinders them doing any load management for all 82 teams when you have the playing tournament because everybody is always on their heels. Everybody's always trying to play and get get that position to be one through six. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a success. But who who doesn't? We say it doesn't count, but it counts for somebody. There's somebody that that, that game counts well, for. That's not their and, problem. And and, who, and and we and, and one of the things that we're looking at is. It's the stars. The stars are what drives the league. Absolutely. Well, there's actually a lot more players that aren't stars than there are stars. There's players that are like, I'm playing for a check. I'm playing for a contract. I'm on this 10-day contract, right? I'm on this one-year contract. Let, let me get my stats up. Let, let me show what I can do because I can't play because LeBron Goat is taking all the damn minutes. So I need to play. So you you rest. You ride that pine. That because we spent a lot of money on that bench. You go ahead and ride that that thing for a little bit. Let me play these last five games. So so other teams because it ain't about the team I'm playing for right now, right? You know, let me interview for the other team so I can go land a contract somewhere and be able to, to get more minutes and to really prove myself. So that game means something, and and it sucks for the fans. You know what I mean? It does. But you know we we can't forget about those bench riding those second stream players those third stream players those players are not getting a lot of time because it's a very very important mo- uh, moment for those guys you, you said a, a lot of key things there first you talk about the fans that's what the nba is about they that's want right to please their fans and first and the second of all that's not the nba's problem that you're not developing your young players if you don't know how to develop your young players that's i don't that's not your problem we're trying to entertain fans and we're trying to get revenue we're trying to make money for the nba because during this bubble they lost some money. They lost a significant amount of money during the bubble. So now they're trying to bring up these other ideas so that they can regain some revenue here. So that's your problem, San Antonio Spurs, L.A. Lakers, or whatever you have to do to build your players to do that. But we're going to try to make sure that we please our fans and that we gain revenue for the NBA. So once again, I tell you, they gain revenue from it and they please their fans. So it was a success. Regardless of how much you two hate it, you're going to be seeing it for the next couple of years because this is what – the NBA is about right now. Yeah, the thing is, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, all right. So we go from the play-in tournament, which was already settled. The Boston Celtics got that seventh seed, and the Washington Wizards got that eighth seed. So yeah. that's all set. The playoffs are all set right now. There have been a couple of games that have been played in game one, and we're going to go through a little bit 
of the games. And then we're going to give our predictions of the NBA finals. Who's going to make it in the Western Conference and who's going to make it in the Eastern Conference. So on the Eastern side, let's go with the Eastern side first and talk about some of those games. The Milwaukee Bucks barely escaped against the Miami Heat in game one of their series. Pretty good game. We got Miami, who's always going to play tough in the playoffs, led by Jimmy Butler. We had Giannis. He played okay, but there's just some things going on with Giannis that I think Chris has mentioned this in previous podcasts. We've already, it's been downplayed this year because we don't expect that much from Milwaukee. But in previous years, it's always like we already crowned him that guy. But I'm seeing things from him, little bitty things from him. I'm like, man, if you can't do those little things, you can't be the guy yet. That's why I don't like Milwaukee. In this series, I, I think the Heat are going to take this series in six or seven. That's my prediction on this series. I just don't like what I saw. I think Chris Middleton hit that big time shot. And that's the key to Milwaukee. Even though we are talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo, his supporting cast will be the key to this team if they want to surprise people and go to the, the finals. But I'm taking the Heat in this, in this series. Uh, for me, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And last year, I took the Heat. If y'all recall, and I was right, and I'm going to be right this year again in taking the Bucks. The Bucks will win this series, but it may take a game seven to do it. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say it in six or seven. But if I had to pick one, I'll pick a game seven. And I think the biggest difference is, like you mentioned, oh, the supporting cast. Brooke Lopez was phenomenal in game one. Chris Middleton stepped up, and then Drew Holiday. But I mean, as good as they played, between- Chris, as good as they played, it took overtime. From the win no, by that's two. Fine. It took overtime, and, and and that was largely Giannis's fault that it even went to overtime right, because right, of right. his missed free throws. But just the supporting cast, I think the upgrade from Eric Bledsoe <laughs> to Drew Holiday is probably the most understated thing all season mm. because Drew Holiday. Like Bledsoe's a good defender. I think he's a better defender than uh, Eric Bledsoe because he's he's an all-NBA defender. And then on top of that, he's a better scorer than Eric Bledsoe. And he can knock down the three-point shot better. Do I think he's I – don't, I don't remember how much they paid him, but I know they paid him well over $100 million. Do I think he's well over $100 million better than Bledsoe? <laughs> I don't think so. But do I think that helps him get past the Miami Heat in the series? I do. And I think there's one thing that the Milwaukee Bucks did prior to the playoffs. They were playing the Heat. They could have mailed it in and avoided the Heat in the first round. They didn't do that. They wanted the heat. They got the heat. And they're going to get all that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they'll get it done. Chris, preaching mm. today. Mm. Preaching today. Um, I, I don't care the fact that it took overtime to beat the Miami Heat. This is still a team that went to the finals last, you know, went to the finals last year. So we, we talk about the supporting cast. You got that. You got that. You got that supporting cast step up, you know, for the Milwaukee Bucks. That's what you're going to need for the rest of the playoffs. For me, this is hard. It's hard to pick just because you do have Jimmy Butler who knows how to turn up that heat. The Miami Heat know how to, you know, rise to the occasion. So it's tough for me to pick who's going to come out in the series. I'll stick with Milwaukee just because they are playoff tested. And I think they just got a little bit more of an enhanced supporting cast right now that are playing well. We'll see how that carries over throughout the playoffs. But, you know, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking Milwaukee though. Mm. Okay, so you both take Milwaukee. I'm taking the Heat. And the other game that was played in the Eastern Conference, we had the Brooklyn Nets going up against the Boston Celtics. The Nets are going to take this series in four. Yeah, we can. Can we do a walk here? Yeah, because it's not even <laughs> the Nets. They even play their best basketball in Game One. They won by eleven. This is a mismatch problem for the Celtics through and through. Which you know the Nets are a mismatch problem for any team in the Eastern Conference. But the Celtics, Jason Tatum can't do it all. 
Okay, so yeah. it's going to be the Nets in four. Yeah, Jalen Brown being out sucks. And, man, the guy I'm just so disappointed in is Kemba Walker. He's waited his entire career to play in a playoff series. He was not very good last season in the bubble because he was injured to his credit. But this year, he's not injured. He's had the opportunity to play well. I, I want to see him step up. I don't think they're going to win a game, but I still want to see more out of Kemba Walker. And Lowe's just going to. You know, say what we said. So we'll just let you not say anything. Though. Okay, that, that works. <laughs> right. That so works. in the Western Conference, man, the Clippers against the Dallas Mavericks. That's the fourth seed and the fifth seed. Here we go with the Clippers. The Clippers lose Game One of this series. They lose one thirteen to one hundred three, and it's the same story. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, not necessarily playing their best basketball. On the other side of the equation, you have Luka Doncic, who just stepped up and showed that he is a big-time star in this league. I don't care how much you talk about stars in the regular season. That means nothing to me, okay? You can be a regular season star all you want to. But when you really make a name for yourself is when you do it in the playoffs. And with his stat line and getting a triple-double in this game one, that says a lot to me. Now, I'm still going to go with the Clippers in this, in this series. I, I, I don't know why. I'm not going to give you an, an analysis <laughs> of why I don't give you the Clippers. This is your last chance to prove to me that they're the team that can do it. So all your, the chips, team can, all your chips are on the table because it's their last opportunity. Well, it's, in this series, it is. Okay. Okay. Because they got Rajon Rondo in this series as well. And we thought that was going to be a key piece to them getting over the hump. And, you know, Luka Doncic, you know, and what's name played well too. Porzingis played well also in that game. So, mm. I mean, mm, I mean okay. he, played, he played well enough. He played well enough to give them the win. You know, he was not bad Porzingis. Mm -hmm. He was just average Porzingis in this game. And that's good enough for them to beat the Clippers. Well, I, I didn't think it would be, but it was. So I'm still picking the Clippers to win this series. If they don't win this series, then they need to just blow it all up. I'm not going to lie to you. I think Kawhi needs to be like, hey, man, I, I got to go. I, I got to go somewhere else, do something else with myself. My the, life, they do the, with Paul George. The problem I have with the series because it, you should pick the Clippers. Problem I have is why didn't they have? They say Kawhi, you're gonna you're gonna guard Luca, and that that's that's what you're gonna do. Everybody else is gonna try to score. You're gonna play defense. I'm talking about one of the better defensive players in the in the NBA. Why are you not guarding Luca one on one? Y'all y'all know more about this in terms of the positioning and the switching and all that stuff than I do. But I don't understand why the best defensive player on the team isn't taking on the best offensive player on the team because that's how you you should theoretically be able to beat the Mavericks. But the fact that you didn't do that, they had everybody else guard Luca instead of Kawhi, and everybody else was able to go off because everybody else played well on the on the, on the Dallas Mavericks team, right? Porzingis didn't have the best night, but you did have you know other players step up and be able to contribute. So the fact that you didn't put your best player and shut down Luca, and say you're not gonna you're not gonna help win this game, it, it's it's a mystery to me. I think they're gonna find a way to do that the next game, but until they do that, I have no choice but to pick the the, the Dallas Mavericks. You have no choice. I have no choice. Mm. Why are you doing like that? Act like you ain't a Mavericks fan. I have no choice but to pick the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. Bro, you a Mavericks fan? Stop if they would have lost by fifty, he would still have chosen Mavericks. No, no, no. If they would have lost by fifty, then it's it's just proven what the Dallas Mavericks are and that the LA Clippers are just that much superior. Okay. I, I think I saw a different game than what you guys saw. Okay. I mean, oh, you mentioned Paul Zingers being average. I thought he was bad. I did not like the way he played in that game. You just don't like, you just so don't like KP. Chris, Chris, you just don't like KP. No, it's not that. I just, I, when you watch him play, he is a unicorn. He just has to be better because you look at someone like, like Luka Doncic and he's playing so well. It's like, man, you really just need that other guy, and it's supposed to be 
the unicorn, mm-hmm. but it's not. Instead, you had the Mavericks going and shooting almost 50% from the three-point line. They hit 17 three-pointers, and they still barely won the game. I don't care what the final score is. If you watch the game, they barely won that game, and they were hitting everything. Dorian Finney-Smith hitting threes, and Tim Hardaway Jr., who I think is a very underrated player in the NBA, was hitting a lot of threes. But at the same time, uh, Kawhi Leonard... After that big poster dunk he had on Max Kleber, he he yammed it on that boy. I don't know if y'all seen that recently. Yeah, I saw he that. Yammed no, it on that man. That. But after that, he was nowhere to be found. Right. I thought playoff P actually showed up, particularly in the second half. When they needed a big shot, he was able to take and make the big shot. I think the biggest thing for the Clippers, because I do think they're going to win this series, and I'm picking them to win this series in six games, the biggest thing for the Clippers is utilizing Rondo, that Rondo lineup, better. Because Rondo just can't be a jump shooter on your team. He can't be just a jump shooter. He has to bring the ball down the court and let him orchestrate things that are going on. It'll help Kawhi Leonard get easier shots. It'll help Paul George get easier shots. But the Mavericks won that game, but I wasn't that impressed. They hit a lot of threes, and I don't know if they'll hit that many threes in this series again. But not just the threes, the percent. Almost 50%. Yeah, and not going to happen that many again. threes, it's hard yeah. to beat a team that shoots that well. Yeah, they had a true. good shoot night. If you're the Clippers, you say, do that three more times, because I don't think they can. Yeah, but it's going to be Porzingis that's going to be the key for him to even continue with the success because he he played a decent game, like mm-hmm. like Chris mentioned, but I thought it was good enough for them to win. But he does need to play better as far as, you know, getting some shots off and, and scoring and just being a dominant force in the game. If he can't do that, then they're, they're not going to win the series, I don't think. But another aspect of it is that mental aspect. The Clippers lose game one. Now they're like, oh, boy. Here we go again. Are we gonna are we gonna blow this series? Not necessarily blow it, but are we gonna lose this series when everybody thinks that we're this this great team? So we'll see what happens there. And this is this just gives Dallas added momentum. When you have a superstar like you, Luka Doncic, and we've seen it many times, if you give that superstar the idea or the confidence that they can take over a series, Luka Doncic has shown in this game one that he can take over this series and win this series single handedly. But I'm still taking the Clippers. Low, you're taking the. The uh, Mavericks. Come on, Dallas. And uh, Chris, you're taking. Come on, taking the Clippers. See, at least he's being honest, bro. If you're a homer, be come a on, homer, bro. I'm not oh, mad yeah. at oh, you. Oh yeah, be a homer if you want to. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. And they look, man. I don't blame you. If I had Luka Doncic on my team too, I'll be a homer also as well. Anything is possible. <laughs> 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 All right. In the other game, we had the Portland Trail Blazers going up against the Denver Nuggets. We already knew that it was going to be a little bit difficult for the Denver Nuggets to make a run without their star point guard Jamal Murray who went down um late this year but they still played okay but Damian Lillard man I, I know Chris you're gonna get can I say this. something let me can I start this because I know you want to go in Damian Lillard might be the very best first round series player that I've ever watched <laughs> in my life in the first round that boy Damian Lillard is a killer bro he a killer so I know the Nuggets are not going to survive this series because in the first round Damian Lillard is a killer. Oh, hey, man, he's, just, he's an absolute killer. That's, that's, let's, that's, let's not that's, get over ourselves. That's, here, the, that's the best backhanded compliment <laughs> I could ever, ever heard. Hey, I love be it. Careful. <laughs> be careful. Be careful, bro. They, come on, y'all. What y'all talking about? I don't uh, mean no harm. But hey, I mean no, it. No, they he's might, the best player in the first round. <laughs> he's excellent. He is phenomenal, bro. Hey, man. Chris. We're going back in a compliment. Don't Chris. have that man try to do. Chris. Nah, don't have that man try to come after me. I mean that as a compliment, bro. We got to be a little bit careful how <laughs> oh, we say things now. Hey, we'll talk about that later on. <laughs> I would have described to have you in a diss album. Like, that boy, the phenomenal one. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you. 
Chris, y'all do too much. Chris, I respect Chris, that was amazing. I love it. Hey, man, I love Damian Lillard. I love what he brings to the table. I've always said that he's did. a... Come on, man. Can I speak, Chris? Here we go. I told you. You said your word already. They ain't going to get after you on his own. I don't even to do anything with that. But Damian Lillard is one of the more underrated players of all time. But we've seen this movie before, right? Last year, the Portland Trail is the exact same thing as the Los Angeles Lakers. They went in. They won that first game. We already know it was L.A. And we all said L.A. to win that series still. But Portland needs to expand on this because Denver is still a pretty good team. Even though Jamal Murray went down, I, I think Portland will win this. It's 6 or 7-2 as well in this series. Denver's not going to just roll over and be like, this is probably going to piss them off. Like, okay, <laughs> we're going to come back and we're going to play better than we did this game one. But I still pick Portland to win in six or seven. I wouldn't be surprised if Denver won this series, though. But I'm picking Portland and Damian Lillard. They, they played good game one. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, it's, this changes everything with the injury that Denver had. I mean, that was pretty significant. I didn't watch this game, but just based off of the highlights that I saw, I mean, you know, it just looks like. It looks like they just allowed Jokic to just kind of go off, and they it seemed like they took out they took out everybody else. So for whatever reason, I don't know, but it seemed to work. So we'll see if that works this time around for the next game. But it just seemed like we're just going to allow Jokic just to get all his points and just do whatever he wants to do, and we're just going to you know take out everybody else. Uh, big up to Carmelo. Carmelo had a great a great great shooting night for Portland. So I'm just going to take Portland just for the simple fact that I think that the Nuggets are shorthanded. I do think that this is going to be a longer series. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you know what usually happens. You know, Portland's going to go out in the second round. So, man, all these series, no S might go six or seven, bro. That's right. Goodness. This is the one series that may not. I think Portland should, should handle this team. You think so? Really well. I feel <laughs> so bad for my fans in Denver, man, because if Jamal Murray didn't get hurt, I, I think they were a championship team. Oh, we they talked about that. All right? the ingredients, yeah. all the ingredients to be a championship team. And then he got injured. So that this one hurts. Ah, man, this one hurts me a lot because it's a, you're seeing a championship team not with their second best player missing and you can argue in the playoffs he is their best player Mm -hmm. it it hurts a lot all right so let's focus back on the eastern conference and the games that were played on sunday we have the philadelphia 76ers going up against the washington wizards who took that last spot they win game one um joel Embiid was joel Embiid in that game he looked pretty good ben simmons played pretty good as as well but tobias harris went off scoring 37 points for the Philadelphia 76ers. And if they're going to make a run to the NBA Finals, it's kind of similar to what we talked about with the Milwaukee Bucks. The supporting cast has to step up because you're going to get what you're going to get from Joel Embiid. And then you also have Ben Simmons, who has to play as a big-time superstar in that game as as well. For Philadelphia to, to advance, they're going to win this series against the Washington Wizards, maybe five, maybe six games, maybe. But they're going to win yeah. this series. I see them win that series. It's just up to them to continue to build on what they're doing because the real task for them is going to be when they face the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, this is a walk. Uh, there's really not much to discuss here. I was impressed by the uh, Seth Curry. Seth Curry was amazing in this game. Uh, they, they just have the shooting. They have the right shooting this year. And if you remember... This is a couple of years back when the Sixers made, you know, they won a couple of games in the playoffs. They had shooting in Ilya Sova and Redick. And this year they have Seth Curry and they have Danny Green. And then they have um, um they, they have some pieces around. Right. So I think for me, this series, it's a walk. If they went in in five, sure. I think they could sweep them, but maybe Bill and Westbrook go off in one game and make it a five game series. Right. But is the, the key for the Sixers is building, building on the depth building on the confidence 
and and preparing for a potential series versus the Nets because these first two rounds are walkthrough for them. It's right. a walk. Yeah, I don't have too much to add to that as well. I mean, you you said it exactly. We talked about in the past that Philadelphia just needed to really round out their roster as well. They just needed better shooters, and they and they did that. They have that on their team, and then now you have a superstar in Embiid who's playing up to his potential. So we just pray for health for that team and just continue that momentum. Just like you said, Chris. I mean, that's that's all I got to say about that. That's a walk. Yeah, you know, Lowe don't gotta say much. He can just talk to the mic and say, "My my voice is deep," and people be like, "Yeah, I got you." We're good for your thing. So. Very well said, though. And the final game that we're going to discuss, the Lakers and the Suns in the Western Conference. The Suns take game one. Chris Paul played pretty good. LeBron James is LeBron James. I still think the Lakers are going to take this series in six or seven, even though the Suns, Devin Burker and uh, Chris Paul, they they played really good. Devin Burker played really, really good. And we, I just talked about stars making a name for themselves in the playoffs. This is an opportunity for Devin Burker to make a name for himself because this game right here, if you didn't know who Devin Burker was, you found out in this game who Devin Burker was because he played absolutely great 34 points, eight assists. So I look for Devin Burker to continue to do this. And hey, man, if he continues to do that with the combination of Chris Paul, this might be the, uh, even though they're a higher seed, most people are picking the Lakers, but this might be an upset in the making. But I still think the Lakers will win this at six or seven. So are you going to say it with your chest? Are you picking the The, the Lakers. I'm picking the Lakers. Okay, then. Now, just like everybody else is picking the Lakers. You're yeah. going to try to build something. We're, we're picking I'm the just, Lakers. I'm just trying to give them credit for what they're doing. They're a young team coming up. Devin Booker does not get a lot of respect in the game because people don't mention him as a star. But this is a chance for him to make a name for himself in the playoffs. Don't do me, Chris. You see how you're trying to do me, bro? <laughs> I mean, Devin Booker's clearly a star of the NBA. There's no doubt about that. He proved that in the bubble last year and really what he's been doing since he's been with the Suns. The Lakers dropped game one. What's new? We all know LeBron James uses game one as a field out game. If the Lakers drop game two, then I'm going to ask some questions. <laughs> I don't see that. I don't see that happening. I think the Lakers are going to take this this series in five or six games. The Suns played incredible. And I got to say this. It's been so good to see the fans in the stadium when a three-pointer is dropped in and the crowd mm-hmm. is going wild. Mm-hmm. Man, I not Not so manufactured much. noise either. Actual yeah, crowd noise. The noise was awful, bro. <laughs> Watching that Suns game and hearing the way the crowd was going right. off. And the Phoenix fans deserve that. I've been, I've watched games in that arena. The arena is beautiful. It's old, though. I'm be real with y'all. It's old, mm-hmm. but it is it is a nice arena, and they they are some good loyal fans, man. The Phoenix fans are loyal, so it was good to see them watch their basketball team have that type of game on ABC, and it's a good send off for them because that's the last time they're gonna cheer them winning a game <laughs> in oh. that stadium oh. <laughs> in this series. Oh, Sorry, man. guys. <laughs> that boy Chris boy. man so Chris Paul didn't have a very good game and you, you don't want that I mean I'm looking at his stat line right there I mean he's only had eight assists but Devin Booker really took over the game I I think this would be really really interesting to see how far the Suns are able to push the Lakers if I'm the Phoenix Suns I'm their head coach I'm saying look we're putting we're being physical with LeBron James and uh, Anthony Davis we're being very physical with these guys there are superstars, but we're going to be physical and we're going to make them work for everything because they're just coming off of injuries. I'm going to, I'm going to take 
the Suns in the series just because I think Ooh, it'll be interesting. Say with your chest. Oh, I'm saying it on my say chest. chest. I'm saying on my chest. I'm going to take the Suns with the series just because I, I'd like to see them continue to produce in the playoff. I'd like to see how far this team is able to go. So I'm going to take the Suns. Mm. The LA, they're the Lakers. They're the champs. You got to beat the champs. They, it is what it is. Both guys, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they're healthy. Um, they're getting contributions from the bench and from the, the rest of the, their role players. They're going to get contributions. So naturally, I mean, that's going to be everyone's pick. I wouldn't be upset or I wouldn't be taken aback if the Lakers win, right? But I'm gonna go with the Suns here just because I want to see the what the, well, the number two seed, you know, maintain what they are and make a run in the playoffs. So I'm taking the Suns. All right, so Lowe's taking the Suns. So we're gonna need a drug test because Lowe <laughs> just basically no, we're, we need a drug test. Lowe is saying in the first round, not one, but both LA teams are gonna be out. Yep. Not just one. The Clippers out hey, and man, the Lakers out. It's possible. Let me let me, let me tell you something. I've, possible? I've, 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 said, I've said some things on the show, and guess what? It has happened. He has happened. So I'm saying on my chest, I ain't backing down, baby. Don't back down. See, don't let Chris intimidate you, bro. I like that about you, Lo. Hey, you don't let Chris intimidate you. So you got the Suns. Me and Chris got the Lakers. Real quick, we're going to talk about the Hawks and Knicks. We're recording during the game. It's halftime right now. Hawks are up by two, but I'm going to take the Knicks. I'm going to keep this magic carpet ride going with the Knicks. They're going to win this series and move on to the next round. Who you got, Chris? Oh man, this is the, this is a great series. So you have the New York Knickerbockers versus the Atlanta Hawks. This is amazing. Like this is one of those series that you waited all 82 games plus all 78 plus <laughs> playing to watch Look, this. Chris is doing the most on this one, bro. <laughs> You're doing the most, bro. Julius Randle. You have Trey Young. You have these two young teams going back and forth. Bro, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will not watch one game of this series. It means zero to me. Zero to me because it means nothing in the grand scheme of things. But I do like what Tom Thibodeau did with New York, and I'm happy for Trey Young. I really am happy for you guys, but I'm not watching this. Series. So who are you taking there if you're not gonna watch it? Eh, I mean, I'll take. I'll, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I'll go with the. Yeah, I'll go with the Knicks. I'll All go right. the Knicks. Who you got? We got. We got a corn. Let me do a corn flip. Oh, right. Y'all, y'all we'll do a corn out. flip. You know, y'all wilding <laughs> out, bro. Y'all wild. Hey man, you know I, any New York or Atlanta Hawks fans listening to the podcast, please don't stop listening because they they wild out today. I don't know what they do today. We <laughs> I care about the game. This I'm not gonna let them talk. Y'all just be quiet. <laughs> let me just talk about this game. New York, like I mentioned, in the good, the bad, the ugly, they are back in the playoffs. Atlanta too is in the playoffs as well. Two young teams that are going at it. It's going to be a very entertaining series because we have two of these teams battling out. This might be low-key the most one of the more entertaining series in the whole of the playoffs. Will it, yes. Will yes, it really? Locally, yes. A fourth and fifth seed going at it. I do think New York is going to win this series in maybe six or seven. So I, I think they're going to advance to the next round. I'm, don't say anything else, you guys. Just stop. Stop. Because Atlanta, Atlanta fans, New York fans are turned off by you right now. Just stop. All right. So the Jazz and the Grizzlies over in the Western Conference, the one seed versus the eighth seed. The Jazz are going to take care of the Grizzlies. I don't care what anybody says. It's going to be four or five games. John Morant, if he just goes Super Saiyan, it won't matter. The Jazz are built for this series. They are going to demolish the Grizzlies, in my opinion, and it's going to be four or five games. Upset alert. Upset alert. I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies in this series with the caveat that Dominic Mitchell, I don't think he's healthy. I'll just tell you, I do not think Donovan Mitchell is healthy. healthy, If he's not healthy, Chris, then it will be a more interesting series. But yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. And, and that's really what I'm talking about. I don't think he's healthy. He has an ankle injury. If he's not healthy, the Grizzlies are going to take this in six games. 
Yeah, that's just how I see it. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm-hmm. I was already going to say it was going to be a six-game series with uh, the Utah Jazz taking it. That is very interesting that you bring up the Donovan Mitchell injury. Because that, that happened the last game, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? When did that injury No, hit? he's been hurt for a while. Oh, he's been Donovan hurt for a Mitchell's while. Donovan Mitchell's been hurt for a while. Okay. An ankle injury. So do we know and if he's coming back? The season is saying he's going to come back, uh-huh. but he hasn't come back. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's going to be tough. I, 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 I still have the Jazz taking it. Not the Jazz taking it in six games. Okay. I got the Jazz, too. I, I don't think they can match up. Their their defense is, is really good over there in Utah, so I, I think they're going to take that series. So real quick, who do we have going to NBA Finals? I will start. I'm going with star power all the way. On the eastern side, you got Philadelphia. You got Milwaukee. You got the Miami Heat. But it is the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets should represent the Eastern Conference in the finals. Over in the west, I'm going to go with LeBron James. I'm not going to bet against LeBron James right now. I know it's a tough feat for him, and they have a tough road ahead. <laughs> now I'll tell you that right now if they want to get back there. But if anybody can do it, it is definitely King James. I'm going with King James and the Lakers to represent to represent the West. So I'm looking at a Brooklyn, L.A. finals. Yeah, and I'm not even going to spend too much time. I've been saying all year, Lakers, Nets, finals, can't wait. I said the same thing, but be- for the purposes of what I've said on this podcast, uh, today, can't take it back now. I can't take it back. So I said, but I had both LA teams not making it out, and it, it take it. It will take a historic feat of being the number seven seed to make it all the way to the finals, which is possible for the Lakers. But I just said that due to their positioning where they are right now, that they're not going to make it out. So I have no choice but to pick the Utah Jazz, my lord, and Woo. the Brooklyn Nets. Woo! Please Woo. no. Donovan Mitchell better be healthy, bro. He better be healthy. Better be healthy. He better I thought be healthy. Gonna, we should just go with your Mavericks, bro. Nah, they making up. <laughs> nah, they ain't going. That's not gonna happen. Not this year, anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Who's he taking in the East? The the, the Nets. I said the Nets. He's okay. taking the Nets. I mean, man, the Nets are gonna have. They may have an easy road going to the finals, and then whoever comes out the West, they're gonna have to fight tooth and nail to get there. So they're already going to have some some you know scars going in. So that might we'll see what happens in the, in the in the finals. We will see what happens. All right. So let's talk about Kwame Brown, Matt Barnes, and Stephen A. Not Stephen A. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Matt Barnes and he Stephen Jackson. Officially, Becky with the good. Yeah, we're going to get yeah. to that, man. We're gonna- <laughs> that was so funny, man. <laughs> Chris, you go in on this one, bro. Man. Hey. Let's call the man by his name initially, okay? Because he's not Matt Barnes anymore, basically. Because anyway, so we have Matt Barnes and we have Steven Jackson. They are the host of a very popular podcast, All the Smoke. And they had a podcast with guest Gilbert Arenas on where they were talking about Kwame Brown. Let me let me go and play the audio real quick for you guys to 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 see how this all started. It was, you know, you're, 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 you're going out of the Jordan era and you're coming in. Well, it was one of those things where I'm not coming, I'm coming into, you know, I remember Kwame Brown's there. So he's the franchise. First pick. Yeah. He's a, he's a franchise, you know. Yeah, um, Matt, Matt was just talking the, uh, the previous show. We just had how good uh, Kwame was. Y'all killed a man. No, nah, no, nah, Matt, Matt, Matt was like, that was one of the. You know, top number one picks they could ever, ever round, right? Yo, See, here you go. I'm just saying what Matt, Matt said. 
Matt said Quan was one of the coaches, <laughs> one of the number, best number one picks ever of all time. He could have been. He could have. He could have been. And this is why. Imagine being an eighteen-year-old kid getting drafted number one by your your idol. Yeah. And your idol is Michael Jordan. Right. We know Michael Jordan. <laughs> we know Michael Jordan's personality. Right. Imagine that personality. Slapped him in the face. Going towards a an eighteen year old kid, you yeah. know, just you know, just bullying him, you know. And you got to remember, he's around his peers. You're not his peer, right? You know what I mean? You're not his peer. These are his peers. So when you're making him look little to his peers, he loses his confidence. So when I get there, he doesn't have confidence. You know what I mean? So it's trying to build this this man child up. When I mean man child, you're strong. talking about a, yeah, a, a just a big country human. Yeah. You know what I mean? So physically he has he's I call him the show pony. And he's a show horse. Yeah. You know I mean, probably couldn't race. Lose, <laughs> look good. Though. Look good though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you in games, you like you will see like You see flashes. Like, oh, he's gone. But then you have a flash of trauma. Uh, <laughs> you have a flash, you have a flash of trauma. You're like, and I, I who he could have been, he could have been more like an Anthony Davis style. Mm. You're talking about a seven-foot guy who was probably the second fastest on our team. Like, just straight hunted. Oh, he was gone. Small hands. So he was more guard-like. Mm. You know what I mean? So when he decided to take off, you know, he's gone, ball's still there. You know what I mean? But I just I just <laughs> think it was, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying, but like, he, he, the ball was still there. He's he was gone, gone. Though. But it was more, it was more, the trauma than anything. Mm. And it was more like, even though Jordan left, he still needed a fresh After start. Effect, yeah. Because once I got there, I don't got time to f***ing with you. You know what I mean? I, don't, I ain't got time. It's, it's, either, it's either your team or my team. We both in the same draft. You know what I mean? We both in the same draft. And right now I make more money than you, so technically it's my team. Right. And, you know, I just... <laughs> you know, and, and then right now it's like between me and Stackhouse. <laughs> I, got, I got Big Stack with me too. So that was the the meat of what was said about Kwame Brown coming in and his his role there with the Washington Wizards, and Kwame Brown just went totally nuclear. <laughs> After that, he had a bunch of stuff to say about different people. Anybody else that had anything to do with it, he also had something to say. He this is like this is like Tupac hit him up. This is like Nas and Ether. This is like uh, Pusher T, the story of Adion. All the diss albums you want to mention ever made, this is what he did in response. Th- this is Ice Cube, no Vaseline. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you why I relate to this so well? Because if you haven't seen me on the website or on our Instagram page, I am a 6'4 dude. And in school, I was a big dude, too. And for whatever reason, I was a target. Right. Like people would come for me because it's like if I could take the biggest dude, I'll be that dude. And a lot of times I let it go because my mom was like, if you get if you get into a fight, I would kill you. I was like, <laughs> mm, I got to I got to make a decision. I got to make a business decision. Right. here. But it was one day one dude came up to me. I was like, you know what, bro? This is it. I'm going to have to show you. I'm going to have to show you why I'm six foot. <laughs> and everybody's looking around like, ooh, that boy Chris going on. They, they were stunned. And this is how exactly how I feel about Kwame Brown. 
He was been quiet for over 20 years. Yes, Dude has not said nothing for almost 20 years. And then they went on all the smoke and they getting all the smoke. Matt Barnes is so funny. He's getting the most smoke. He said the least during that, that exchange we just played, but he had the most poignant part making fun of him saying, oh, he's the best number one pick of all time. And kind of laughing it off like, bro, who are you? You can't do that. So the Becky with the good hair part, I'm all for it. For forevermore, when I see Matt Barnes' face, I'm like, oh, that's Becky with the good hair. And it's and it's all his fault. He had no reason to bring up Kwame Brown. No reason to bring up Kwame Brown, but he did. And Steven Jackson's getting the smoke, too. And the thing I really like about this is Kwame Brown is telling his story himself. And he's mentioned this several times. In his entire career, how many interviews have we seen him actually speaking? We really don't have that many. People are always talking for him. We talk about Stephen A. Smith, who's made the beginning of his career on ESPN, basically calling this teenager, really, he was in his early 20s at that point, trash, garbage. He called and him a scrub. And I'm all That's what they called him. Mm-hmm. I'm all the scrub. And also, Charlemagne the God on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> He's coming for him, too. For and everybody. there's something that he did that was real fine. I don't know if y'all heard about this. Mm-hmm. He was talking about him on The Breakfast Club and basically mentioned... Kwame Brown's family, extended family at this point, and some of the the crimes that were committed. And it didn't really make any sense. Like, why would you? It'd be like me talking about you, O, and be like, man, did you know some people in his family did A, B, and C? Like, what's that got to do with you? Like, what does that have to do with, with, with Kwame Brown? So he's getting some smoke, too, because he has some bones in his past. I'm just here for it. I'm here for it. Because what we do on this podcast, I got to be clear. We talk about players and like Damian Lillard and we and Cam Newton and we all have our favorites, but we don't just slam players for no reason because there's no reason to do that. There's no reason to slam a human being and we don't do that. We can entertain y'all. We'll keep you entertained, but we don't slam people. So for Kwame Brown's what he's doing, I'm all for it, bro. All for it. Like this, this, this has been. I'm, I'm scrolling through my YouTube and I see Kwame Brown all over the place. I'm like. What's 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 going on? I didn't know the origin of this story. I you know, I mean, all of a sudden it's flooded with Kwame Brown everywhere. I'm like, wait a minute, is is this is this new stuff? Is this old stuff? Because it was it was Kwame Brown goes off on this. Kwame Brown does this. Kwame, I'm just like, okay, wh- wh- where's all this stuff coming from? And then finally, you know, I get to you know, I watch the I watch the show and and uh, with Stephen Jackson and, and and all of that, and I'm like, okay, okay, now I understand. Now, I didn't agree with how they were how they were poking fun at him, poking fun at him, uh, calling him the 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 best number one pick ever. But what I was more interested in listening to was Gilbert Arenas story so that we understood the background of Kwame and just, you know, what happened in that situation. Right. And then I got to listen to some other shows, um, you know, just kind of talked about, you know, his his time and who and, and who he was drafted by. He was drafted by. Who the Washington Wizards, right? And you have Michael Jordan on that team, and you have an 18 year old kid who, which I didn't see anything wrong with what a lot of these people were saying in terms of just his basketball play and his confidence. Because what they were saying was, what they were saying was, well, I mean, you you you're 18 years old, you're here with your idols. He played with Kobe, he played with uh, with Michael, and they're very similar in terms of their leadership style. And essentially, that leadership style, you know, probably dropped his confidence quite a bit. I agree with where Kwame is coming from in terms of, look, I, I ain't said a damn thing. I haven't opened my mouth, so I am not mad at this man for coming out and just laying a blaze and setting the flame on all the social media platforms and calling everybody out. Everybody can get it who gives a damn because this man's been quiet. So I'm cool with it. But it's really interesting to really just understand, 
you know, that aspect of, you know, the confidence level. And, and maybe, you know, if he was drafted by another team, maybe his confidence level will be, you know, a lot, you know, much better to where his his play was a little bit better. But really listening to Gilbert Arenas, Arenas kind of talk about some of those aspects, you know, in game was very, very interesting, you know, to understand the character of Kwame Brown. But that dude is hella hilarious. That man is funny <laughs> as F. That dude is entertaining. The hey, man. Kwame's going all in on anybody that has any kind of opinion. He might go on on you, low. Hey, this is what you said right I, now. I, I, I'm not saying he's anything negative. I'm just saying he's going on any, everybody. Any and everybody. Now, when I originally heard this whole thing with all the smoke, I said to myself, this is not that bad, man. I don't, I don't understand why he's so upset, man. So I, I listened to it again. And the, the more you listen to it, the more you're like, uh, you know what? They kind of snickering, you know. It is is at first when I heard the audio, I thought, okay, Matt Barnes seriously thought that he was one of the greatest first round picks of all time. That's what I thought when I first started. Like, What's wrong with that? He thinks he's one of the greatest. But then we listen to the game, like, oh, are they mocking him saying that? Yeah, Stephen Jackson is what made it. So I mean, it, it, he made that he made it worse because you started. You, yeah, you start looking at his face, and yeah, See, that's why I think so. Right. So even though Matt Barnes is getting the the blunt of everything. Steven Jackson is the one that initiated and said, hey, did you say this about exactly. him? Exactly. And then you, you kind of snickered. So, I mean, yes, they are making fun of the fact that he was the number one overall draft pick in the NBA. And they're pretty much basically saying that he was a bust, basically. Um, what, what defines a bust? Like, really and truly. I don't. We'll, we'll get into that later. But so, Jamel Hill, she wants to put in some some stuff about what was going on. So she tweeted out something. All right. So Jamel Hill tweeted out, Kwame Brown got me checking the tape to make sure I ain't ever said about him. If I did, I'm sorry. Please don't talk about my mama. All right. So that's what she said at first. Then she posted something else. Kwame Brown today and yesterday, and it has violence and it's like clicked on green. Brown didn't like that at all. Kwame Brown was like, okay, first of all, you got to stay in your lane, right? These are two grown men talking. You need to stay in your lane. And this has nothing to do with you. So Kwame Brown responds. He said, you need to stay in your lane. And he did not what he said. So Kwame, Jamel Hill came back and said to Kwame Brown, I said, you chose violence. It's an expression from Game of Thrones. I didn't call you violent. Please and thank you. So they've been going back and forth with that. And, you know. This is none of her business, basically. She she put her nose into the business. She already saw this was going. Anybody now is not saying anything. They're like, okay. Rachel Nichols had a little post up on Twitter as well where she was saying something. She quickly turned that. She put that shit away. Because Kwame Brown do so much. We, we, I never cuss as much on this podcast. I've cussed like three separate times. <laughs> and because of what we're talking about, it got me cussing. But she took that, that stuff down too as well. Because Kwame's come on. Stephen A. Smith is getting it. Because Stephen A. Smith, out of everybody. Stephen A. is getting it the most. Yeah. Out of everybody he's he mentioned. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, Chris. Oh, yeah. He, I didn't even know how hard he was going on Call Me Round. Yeah. 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid. But look, I'm not going to be hypocritical here. Okay? I'm, I'm on, this, on this podcast. It's a sports podcast. And you know you have different things during the course of time that change the way we do things. This is going to be a change in the way that people analyze Athletes, right? Because athletes right now, man, look at what Stephen A. Smith and Russell Westbrook went through recently. 
Look at what Charles Barkley and LeBron James have gone through. Shaq and um, what's the guy's name? Ja- JaVale McGee. So you kind of, no one is innocent in this whole thing. Just me personally on this podcast, I have said things about athletes that they might look at and be like, oh, really? Oh, and you? That's what you think about me? And they could have gone hard on me. Let's just be, let's no, just be there's real. A difference, though. But there's no, a difference. It, 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 no, Chris, so there, is, there, is, there is a difference because this is for uh, Kwame Brown, this is 20 years. I'm just talking on the other end of the spectrum, Chris, as me being the host of a sports podcast because he's giving it to everybody, Chris. Okay? We're talking about Jamel Hill. We're talking about um, Wilbon is getting it. Skip Bayless is getting it. Everybody that has had anything to say, get. I could get it just for saying what I'm, this or mentioning his name so, right so now. I disagree with you. I don't think that's what he's doing, though. So that's why I got to stop you because he's giving it to people who, who have talked about him in certain ways that have been negative and very negative. I have because not heard Will Wilbon. I haven't heard Will Bond yet say he, anything negative about him. He, he went off they on. They talked about him during his career. Look, oh, at, okay. look at the video with Stephen A. Smith. Well, well, we, 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 at college. Well, let me say this, though. So he was at a college, Stephen A. Smith, talking about this man. Let's. I mean, and that's that's for me. When I watched that video, I honestly didn't know it existed until Kwame Brown pointed me to the video. But when I watched that video, I was upset because I'm like, bro, you've made you've made a career off of this man. It's not to say that Stephen A. Smith wasn't successful prior to that. I get that he was with Philadelphia Inquirer. He was a good writer covering uh, what's his name, Allen Iverson. So I know he he was good there. But he he exploded talking about Kwame Brown. We all know that. So I have no problem with him coming after people. You, you talk about Jamel Hill. It wasn't just random that he mentioned Jamel Hill. He mentioned her because she put herself in a position like, why are you even bringing this up? She put out that tweet. I hope I ain't say nothing about him to get likes, to get clicks. People are like, oh, that's funny. Ha, ha, ha. He's going crazy. Ha, ha, ha. But look, so look all the smoke she gets, she deserves. And no, I like Jamel Hill. I'm not, I'm she, not, she shouldn't put her mouth in this. I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. But look, it's one thing to talk about something that's not sports related, right? This is the new channel sports podcast. The reason we're bringing up Call Me Brown right now is because he's a basketball player and he's going after basketball players and people in the sports media. Mm-hmm. Right. Just a couple of episodes ago, Chris, you said that Dwayne Wade was the most overrated player of all time. Dwayne Wade could hear that and be like, oh, really? Based on that opinion, Chris, you're going to get the smoke right now. I have and no problem. No, no, no. But there's a difference, though. There's one thing saying somebody's overrated. And then quantifying that. It's a whole different thing to say you were warm garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's different. No, we, have, we, have, we, have, we have called. To that. You're garbage. We have called. I'm, not, I'm sick for myself. I have definitely called players not good on this podcast. Uh-huh. I have made references to Dak Prescott. And I have said that he's ass. Because we have a, another member of this podcast. Um, shout out to Trey Day. That is a big Dak Prescott fan. It's not nothing personal. It's but, just whenever you're talking, it's like barbershop talk. Yeah, if you're in a barbershop, people are going people are going to say some mean things about players. The the, the problem is, and and barbershop talk that's barbershop talk. But that's what we do but, on the podcast ex- for the most part. It, it, it is, but we usually quantify these things. Hey, this is why we think this person is there right. You go, right. But, but, okay, but, but, but hold on, let, let, go okay. there. Go, let's go there. All right. Why are they saying this about Kobe Brown? Because it's been for years. 
because he was a first round. I haven't, I haven't heard. Pick. I get that. But I, I, I haven't heard. I haven't heard any of. But I haven't heard any of. Yeah, I haven't heard any. Uh, as far as him as a player, I haven't heard any of the stuff. Right. But just purely based off of what we're talking about now, and it's somebody who's made a career off of straight up trashing his. If we're just talking, if, if that's what it is, that's Stephen A. And I love Stephen A. I used to hate him, but just listening to him more, I understand where and how you know what the antics are about i, I understand it now but if, if that's what's made him blow up trashing this guy and if he's literally been trashing and, and talking dog stuff about Kwame brown then that, that's a whole different type of situation you know what i mean and but that's something that we can do behind the scenes when we're having you know actual barbershop talk when we're not on national media we're not on radio no we're not podcasts dogging out people that's not what we do we'll say look i, I don't care about this person as a player because of x y and z and i just don't believe he can do x y and z that's that that's okay that's tolerable but kwame is going off because look the volcano has exploded i've I've had enough i've had enough and these two mfers snickering on them i'm just i'm I'm going off he saw that was like oh 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 i tolerated this with Stephen a and i i was i was happy going 20 years not saying a a damn thing and you got you two Boy, you got Thank you two dudes. Thank you. You two that that aren't necessarily superstars and weren't superstars there like that go. in the league, That's right? The you two dudes are snickering and, and having fun with me. Nah, matter of fact, nah. I'm sp- I'm not gonna use you know uh, 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 the, the the guns references. That's what I was getting ready to do. I'm spraying water on everybody. <laughs> okay, no nah, man. Water. I'm sprinkling you're, 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 water on everyone. You can everyone. use the phrase okay. you want to use, bro. No, no. But I really like what Lo said because at the end of the day, this guy was a number one pick, right? Right. He was a number one overall pick for straight from high school. First one to do it. So he clearly had skill. Did it not? It didn't work out. Yes. But why are we talking about him 20 years later? And I think the the key here for me is the person I equate most to him is somebody like a Ryan Leaf. Because we talk about Ryan Leaf all the time in sports media. But it's not necessarily that he's trash. You don't hear it that way. You really don't. It's okay. It didn't work out. Call him a bust. Whatever. Calling somebody a bust, that's fine. If you want to call him a bust, that's fine. But it's when you call somebody trash, garbage, a guy who's number one, and then you have somebody like Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson who are hoopers. Like, they could hoop. All day they could hoop. But then they weren't on that level. They just weren't. So, so you can't do that. And if you notice, he's not really going in on Gilbert Arenas. No, he's not. <laughs> not really Gil- going Gil- on. He, but- he, he said that Gilbert Arenas took money from him. He, he went on, on Gilbert Arenas a little bit. He said that. A he, little bit. He did. A little I'm, bit. I'm, he, he, he went into them. He went on. I watch every video he's posted. I've watched them all. Right. He is uh-huh. staying on Becky. <laughs> he's staying on Steven. <laughs> but Jones. he has gone in on everybody that has mentioned his name except for basically Shannon Sharp. But he's gone on on everybody. Let's make that and the perfect. People clear. He has have been he been dragging his name for years, so it's not like it's random. I don't want to. No, make I'm, it not seem saying, like I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's random. It's I'm saying he's a had, random thing, bro. Yeah, no, I'm, I didn't say it was random. I said that whatever he has a response, to whatever he's saying, yeah, say what you got to say. Because like he, like you said, it's been 20 years and he's finally saying something. Defend. Go ahead and do what you got to do. I'm just speaking on the other side of the spectrum. Because I'm speaking as you guys don't even have to be involved. If you if you guys are doing your own thing, you've never talked about players from your life, that's fine. But even if, if I tweet something about somebody, it's because they're in the realm of sports. Joke or no joke. I'm tweeting about it. It's my platform. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Whatever. Because people tweet about stuff all the time. And if he wants to take offense to that because I'm tweeting something about him, then fine, whatever. You think it's not my business? Then fine, whatever. People put their nose in people's business all the time. That's fine, right? bro. But that's, so I'm, but I'm just saying, speaking as me. Doing, 
I hear what you're saying. Did Jamel heal issue to this conversation? The Jamel ill issue. The Jamel ill issue. Okay, I think is in that realm. I really do. She look, look, look. She she saw that he was going off, bro. She saw that he was going off, and he was like, "Nah." So you want the smoke too? And she got it too. And she got it. I agree with you. But I'm not saying she shouldn't say anything. Different. I think what you're saying is a little different because if I come out today, so we just talk about the Nets, the the Knicks, and the Hawks, right? And I say I'm uninterested in the series. Not interested at all. I can send out a tweet saying, "Not interested. Don't care who wins." That's different from me saying. Oh, these teams are warm garbage. She didn't say that, Chris. That's not what she said. She no, no, said, no, let, no, me, no, let me really no, reread no. the tweet because that is not what she said. She was basically saying a joke about the situation. Okay. The whole first initial. The hold up. Okay, that's fine. I have no issue with her saying that. If you're going to tweet something about somebody, be ready to receive that smoke. Simple. And that's what she did. Simple. I, the the problem agree. I'm having is, is that people are saying, oh, man, she shouldn't have tweeted anything in the birthday. Well, I don't have a problem with that either. She shouldn't have been in their business. I understand that. But I'm just saying, if you have a platform, you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, you can tweet whatever the hell you want to tweet. It's your platform. Okay? And she's tweeting something about someone who's in the sports realm. So it's really not all that off target. Let me just read one more time what she said. Kwame Brown got me checking the tape to make sure I ain't ever said about him. If I did, I'm sorry. Please don't talk about my mama. Now it was it was joke like, but nah, it's but the, hold on hold on hold on hold on. Bro. Look look look. You can take it however you want to take it. It's her platform. She can tweet whatever she wants to tweet. Was she in some grown man business? Yes, she was some grown man business, and she got the smoke. That's but right. I am like I said before. But this whole thing started. I ain't relating this to me because I can see myself doing something like that. This is about me. You guys might take word. I can see myself tweeting something like that. Hey man, as a joke. Hey bro. I might have said some stuff about you before in the past. If I did, I'm sorry. I'll be in their business, but hey, I'm tweeting it. It's on my platform. And and then and then guess what? By you I'll doing get that, all the smoke, then you gonna get all the smoke I'll, because I'll because it, it. because once again, the volcano rise. Right. The volcano is not being stingy with nothing. With nothing. Right? So whether you apologize or not, oh, you apologizing? Well, you can get all the smoke too right. because of X, Y, and Z. So that's just what right, the situation right. is. I, I agree with that. I have no problem with that. But like, I think the only difference I see with you, O, is. You see it as, oh, no harm, no foul. She has a platform. Like, I agree with you. you have your, we have our platform. We can say whatever we want. Right. right? That's right. that's that's the world we're in now. Right. As long as you have a phone, you can make an account and you exactly. can say whatever you want. Exactly. Exactly. that doesn't mean, just because you have the license to say what you want, like, we already know the smoke is coming, so we're going to talk about that. But just because you have the license to say whatever you want doesn't make what you say right. And I think right. that's what the problem is. So what, what she said was wrong. Is that what you're Absolutely saying? Absolutely wrong. I but don't, was, I don't agree with that. Because you got to look at it. If you if you watch the videos that he had and the anger he was coming with saying, you leave, he's basically coming out saying, leave me alone. Like, why are you messing with me? It's the same that Demetrius learned. I <laughs> forgot your name, bro. Demetrius, if you listen to this podcast, you know what I did to you, player. <laughs> and all the residual people who had that, the boy's name was Demetrius. I can't remember his last name. But either way, like uh, what's my boy called me and said, he got some of mama's cooking that day. I gave him some of mama's <laughs> cooking that day. And I just think that when you're Jamel Hill, you just you gotta realize to stay out of it because there are times where something gets real hard, right? If we, I'm not that guy. If we say something about a player, let's just say Dwayne Wade, I call him the most overrated player of all time, right? If he made a video and he had guns, I'm not saying he would do this. This is hypothetically. If he had a video said he had guns and he had a mask on, it's like, yo, Chris, I'm coming for you or something crazy like that, right. bro. You're not hearing me say nothing. Right. So, but the, the, what <laughs> you say was wrong though. 
No, I would disagree with it's, him. It's not. I'd be like, yeah, be like, and, that's, and, that's, and that's all we're doing right now. We're just disagreeing with what she's saying, but I don't necessarily look at this wrong. But it's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's, there's a thin line with criticism. There's a thin line with criticism. I hear what you're saying, but there's there's criticism, and then it's too far. But she didn't do either. She didn't. She didn't say. I don't think that she said anything wrong. But it's the it's the fact that. The dude's already got bodies all over the place, Dang. and now you're making yourself a target. You're purposely mm-hmm. making yourself a target. Okay, and she and when, was okay with that, and 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 that's fine too. That's, and that's, that's all I'm saying. That, that is completely okay too. But it's just that you you already know bullets are spraying, and now you willfully you're willfully why are you willfully walking to the you're walking towards the killer. Why are you okay? Doing so that? you ask why? Okay, the reason why for likes and hearts. No, 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 no. Well, part of it. No, no. Everybody does. Yeah, Every, everybody plays the game. For that. that is why. Right, right. Help, but look, right. but look. We wouldn't be talking about this right now if it was an actor, if it was someone else. We're talking about it because he's talking about a sports podcast with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson and Kwame Brown. That's why we're talking about it right now. We would not be talking about this if it wasn't for that. That's why we're we're forced, not we're forced, but we're engaged to talk about it. We When we talk about stuff, because we're all big sports heads here, when we, when we look on our Facebook or our Instagram, it's mostly sports content that we're looking at and that's why she gave her opinion on this i it was a joke ha 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 joke we know that she shouldn't have been joking about kwame brown because kwame brown was all business when he went at bad bar you just said it low she's walking to a room she's seeing bodies and blood she's like oh let me make a joke right now (laughs) you know not thinking that she was gonna get sprayed but i think she she responded accordingly it was like okay i got sprayed let me tell you why i don't think you should just spray me kind of thing because i don't want everybody to think that we don't have an opinion to, to, to voice. You can voice your opinion on your platform. Wrong, all right. I'll go ahead and say that it was wrong, Chris. That's because if you think it's wrong, fine. But, but you can voice your opinion. Is, so what, 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 what are we talking about then? Right? I'm just, I, I I'm, agree I'm, with that. I'm, I'm just, I agree oh, with no, that. no. I'm, I was just saying that I'm looking at myself and what I could be doing. Because what we're saying is that you initially were saying that because she voiced her opinion and Kwame Brown clapped back on her. That was all fine, which I was agreeing with you with. All I was saying is that I can see myself in the same situation. I'm just saying a tweet, right, on my platform. And I can see people clapping back on me just because of, of a tweet that I said. But, hey, if the smoke is coming, the smoke is coming. That's all I'm saying. Because I'm looking at me personally as being in the sports realm. We're in the sports realm, low. This is a whole new. Look, we're pretty good right now, right? We're, we got a pretty good show. We're rising. We're getting more numbers. When we get to a certain point. We're going to put stuff out. Everybody going to hear that. So, did you hear he said the other day about you? Kevin Durant? He called you a snake. He called you a snake, Kevin Durant. Yeah. You going to clap back on him or not? Mm. You know, people in his ear. So, I think this is kind of, this is, you no, know, look, this is a thin line here, man. No one is innocent. That's that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody's innocent. Don't think that, and all these people over here saying, yeah, Kwame, do what you're doing, Kwame. Hypocrites. Some of y'all are some damn hypocrites. Because mm-hmm. some of y'all are the same people that are saying, oh, Kwame, you a scrub, man. You a bust. They are hypocrites, right? And Kwame know that. Kwame know that people, he got, how many, how many followers he got now, Chris? Subscribing to him? He over got 100, over 100,000. And all, all the comments, oh, go ahead, Kwame. Give them what they deserve, Kwame. Blah, 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 blah. You the same that was saying the same thing about Kwame. Yeah. And now you're rooting him on? Yeah. That that part, yeah. that part you're right. That's what, that's what I'm saying, though. I'm yeah. saying nobody's that, innocent. You're right. I think that it's, for me, it's just come to a certain point where as, I'm going to be real, as a black man, with the criticism that he's gotten 
It's just kind of like, come, why are we still talking about this? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it's come to. Because there's, I think and, there's a there's a line. There is a line between criticism and then too far. Yes, yes. And, and they Absolutely. crossed the line 15 years ago. Absolutely. And Kwame Browns is giving them that heat right now. I agree with everything. I, it took me a while because I had to look at the history. When I first heard it on the podcast, I was like, this is not that bad. Kwame, what's going on, man? You know, this is this, this is what we do in our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, people have, people have said stuff about me growing up about my shoes. They call me a scrub. Teammates have called me scrubs. Teammates on the basketball court. Hey, you a scrub, man. I ain't going to fancy the ball no more. You know, I'm like, I'm like thinking, what's going on? But as you look at it and you look into the depths of it, and after so long, everybody has their breaking point, right? This is the breaking point. And Kwame is giving the heat, like straight burning from hell heat on anybody <laughs> absolutely and, and my, my 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 biggest thing with this and it's just interesting you know outside of all of the uh all of the entertainment because it's this is entertainment and kwame big ups because this dude i can listen to this i can listen to this dude all day i really could because and he's dropping dimes too that's the thing no he's doubt. dropping dimes man I, I like what he has to say but it's just like you know, it makes a valid point that even you know the the black men in media find it so easy and and it is i mean you go from 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 shack to charles to all the all the black it, it, it's so easy for them to turn the flames up on black athletes and they do that with such ease and it's just like why why, why aren't you guys the protectors why is it so easy for you guys to yeah yeah there's conversations that need to be had but where, where you guys could be mentors and things like that to be like hey hey young brother you know let's let's do this and let's do this because this is what you know this is the narrative that can potentially be you guys are the are the are, y'all got the pitchforks y'all got the guns y'all on the front lines doing this so I, I I get where he's coming from with that and he was dropping straight dimes man but. With all that being said, at the end of the day, it's just it is very disappointing if it is true. And I've got to go back and, and watch my own tape. If it is true that Stephen A. jumped onto the national spotlight by completely trashing uh, an 18, 19 year old, you know, coming into the league, that's very unfortunate. And the fact that this man is being able to sit, raise a family, go through the league, play the 12 years that he played, you know, and, and, and retire. And, and even after that, still have life after basketball and still maintain his peace and quiet. Everybody does have the breaking point, you know, and that's what he's doing. He's proven right now that I've, I've, I've had enough. Matter of fact, I'm going to make some money while I'm doing it. Let me just go off on everybody. I'm going to drop the hammer on you and all you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop the <laughs> I'm gonna drop the hammer on everybody. Um, you know, and and you know, it is what it is. Now it's time for me to speak, and I appreciate the fact that he's speaking now. Right. Man, a lot to discuss there with this whole Kwame Brown situation. It, like I said, it took me a, a minute. I had to watch it and watch it and dig deep because I like I said initially, I was like, man, Kwame, I don't know what's going on, bro. Like I don't see anything that bad. But when you dig deeper into it, you're like, oh, you know what? You know, Kwame, go ahead and get him the fire, man. <laughs> get him the business. Because initially, I'll tell you right now. Initially, when I heard I was like, okay, I got to talk about this. Because I, I don't know what's going on, Kwame. This is not that bad, bro. Calm down, man. It's not that bad. But, you know, you got to look into it a little bit deeper. And then you'll see where his beef is at. That's right. You will. All right. Good stuff, fellas. God, y'all are, man, y'all are, y'all are amazing. If y'all want to start a podcast by yourself without me, it wouldn't be as good. But y'all be doing something. Y'all be, y'all be doing something. Y'all, y'all are, yeah, 
Get ready to crowd the podcast. Oh, wow. Another backhanded compliment. <laughs> I got it from Chris. I got it from Chris. Wow. This is the king of backhanded compliments. You are the greatest first round uh, player I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, man. He going to name his next diss album The Phenomenal One. That's right. The Phenomenal One. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first time listening to the podcast, or if you've listened multiple times, please subscribe to the podcast. We try to entertain you guys as much as possible. We're trying to bring the heat like Kwame Brown. We're trying to give you entertaining content, entertaining episodes. We put a lot of time into putting these episodes together so we can entertain you. Please subscribe on our website, newchannelsports.net. New channel spelled N-U channel sports or on any major podcast platform available Check us out on Afro Vibes TV as well. Download the Roku app so that you can check us out on Afro Vibes TV. Afro Vibes also has an app that you can download and you can check it out. Check us out there as well. You can check out all of our episodes on the Afro Vibes app. Just check out one through whatever episode that we have and see our comments there and see our takes there as well. Follow us on Podbean because we're going to be giving our listeners the opportunity to interact with us very, very soon. It is in the works. We're going to have our listeners call in and talk about sports topics as well. So please do that so you can connect with O'Enyi, Lowe, and Chris. Subscribe to our YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Did I miss anything, guys? Seemed like a lot. Got it all, man. I got it all? All right. This has been the one and only O'Enyi, Big Low coming down to H-Town and the phenomenal one Chris was good and we'll be out until next time peace thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast if you like the show feel free to leave a comment and a five star rating your support is very much appreciated also don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts Stitcher Podbean or on our website newchannelsports.net that's new channel spelt in you channelsports.net got a sports related question for the crew just leave a voicemail on our website till next time have a good one and stay safe out there